The Lord is always at work in our lives, teaching, purging, guiding, and strengthening. In the little book of Haggai, we learn great truth about His work in us and how we are to work with Him. Welcome to God's Construction Zone. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study together. As a child, we used to sing the little chorus, He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. There really ought to be a sign upon my heart. Don't judge me yet, there's an unfinished part. For I'll be perfect just according to His plan, fashioned by the Master's loving hand. I don't know about you, but all these many years later, after living a little while, I'm glad He's still working on me. And I'm glad He still allows me to get in on His work. We've begun our study of this amazing little book, the two-chapter-long book of Haggai in the Old Testament. And we've come to Haggai chapter 1, verse number 8, where God says to His people, Go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house, and I will take pleasure in it, and I will be glorified, saith the Lord. Now the house that He wants built is not just any house. This is not a house for Haggai to live in. This is not a house for people of Judah to live in. This was God's house. It's a definite reference to the temple. And you'll remember in the Old Testament economy, uh, the, the life of Israel revolved around the temple. The temple was the place of sacrifice. It was the place of worship. It was the place where they met with God. It was the place where uh, the Shekinah glory of God descended. It was the visible reminder of the presence of the Lord. I'll tell you what this says to me. It says to me, it doesn't matter how settled you may be in life. If you don't have God in His rightful place, nothing's right. It doesn't matter that your house is in good shape. If you're not living in the presence of God, if, if the Lord is not where He should be in your affairs, then everything is out of sorts. God says, let's get our priorities right. Let's go back to the first principles. He said, I want you to go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the house. In other words, He said, let's make the preparation that needs to be made. Let's do whatever it takes and let's get the temple constructed again. And why? So that they would have something to brag about? So they would have something to look at? Oh no, my friend. Listen to the end of Haggai chapter 1, verse number 8. God says, and I will take pleasure in it. And I will be glorified, saith the Lord. You see, life is really about God's pleasure and God's glory. And here's the beautiful truth. When we live for God's pleasure, He will make sure that you find pleasure in that. And when you live for God's glory, the Lord will put His honor upon your life. It's another way of saying what Jesus said in the New Testament to His disciples when He said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Now you remember that in Haggai's day, uh, the world was wicked and vile, and uh, there are religious remnants of what used to be. But God says, let's get our eyes off of all of that. Let's get our eyes off of what everybody else is doing. Let's get our eyes off of what used to be, and let's look at where we are. And let's look to the Lord, and let's say, Dear God, we want you to do your work in our lives. And let's make a personal application to all of us today, because we don't live in the Old Testament economy. 
Uh, we are not a part, perhaps, of the nation of Israel, but we do serve the same God, and that same God is still working in us to, to build His presence and His image and His likeness in us. You see, when you come to the New Testament, the Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Uh, the temple today is not some physical building uh, in the city of Jerusalem. The temple today is every individual believer. If you've trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, God has come to live inside of you, which means uh, that His presence now abides with you. You are the temple of God. What a wonderful truth. Uh, let me pause and say, if you've never trusted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, today's the day for you to do that. Call on the name of the Lord. Simply say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Take the Lord Jesus Christ by faith as your own personal Savior, and the Lord will come live in you then your body, your spirit becomes the temple of God. The Lord comes to live in your house. He makes that His house. What a wonderful truth. But if you're a Christian, if you're listening to me right now and you know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, I'd like to challenge you to look at that house. You see, the Lord wants glory. He wants pleasure in that temple today. He wants your life to reflect His glory in every way. So if that is true, what needs to be removed? What preparation needs to be made? What needs to be built in your life so that your life will reflect the glory of God? When we talk about God's building program, we're not talking about building a church building somewhere. We're not talking about uh, building up the amount of money that we have in store so we can do something with it. No, we're talking about a spiritual work that God is doing in all of us, shaping and forming and pruning and purging. This is the work God was doing in Haggai's day, and it's the work God is doing today. And I'll remind you of this. It's not just a national work. It's a personal work. How does God work in nations? He works in nations by working in individuals. And so right at the outset of our study of the book of Haggai, we're going to walk through it, and we're going to learn some tremendous truth that God gives us in this Old Testament minor prophet. But I wonder if you wouldn't stop right now and say, Lord, show me the work that needs to be done in me. How long has it been since the foundation was laid but the work stopped in your life? I'm thinking now of Hebrews chapter 6 where the Bible says we're not to lay again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, but instead we're to go on unto perfection. Don't be content to simply say, oh, I have faith in God. All you have is the foundation then. We're to add to our faith. When did the work cease in your life? When did the spiritual opposition come and you said, you know, that, that's far enough. Uh, when did you get settled in and comfortable and complacent with your Christianity? Would you at the outset of this study say, Lord, reveal yourself to me, but reveal me to me. Show me the work you want to do in my life. And we're coming back to that thought in our next study, so let me just bridge the gap by showing you where we're going. And I'd like to challenge you to read Haggai chapter 1 and Haggai chapter 2. For the record, that's the whole book, two chapters long. So before we study again, I want you to read the two chapters because there's a little phrase that's repeated in Haggai chapter 1 and Haggai chapter 2. It is this phrase, consider your ways. And do you hear that personal little word, your? We want to consider everybody else's ways. We want to consider the ways of the entire nation and of the governor and the president and all the politicians. And we think if all of those people would just get right with God then perhaps we could have God's blessing. But the Lord makes it much more personal than that. He says, consider your ways. So let's start right where we are by saying, Lord, be thorough with me. 
Reveal to me everything that isn't what it ought to be. Everything that needs to be taken out and everything that needs to be put in. And do the work in this temple so that you will get pleasure and so that you will get glory. Will you join me in that prayer today? Father, I thank you for taking these words written thousands of years ago and applying them to our hearts. We know your truth endures to every generation. We believe, Lord, that truth is eternal and that the same message that those people needed, we need today. Lord, would you make our temple what it ought to be for the glory and pleasure of God? Would you build up in us our faith? Would you grow us and make us the Christians you want us to be? And would you help us by God's grace over the next several weeks through this study to consider our ways? Lord, be thorough with each of us. Use your word. Change our lives and be glorified because of it. And I thank you and praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have been helped by the teaching of God's Word today, we would love to hear from you and hope you will share enjoying the journey with others. Communicate with us online and find further resources at scottpauley.org. May God do His mighty work in you today.